You're now tuned in to the Desire to Trade podcast, a show where we bring you the best figures of the trading world and teach you how you can become a successful trader. This is your host, Etienne Kret. Hey, what's up, trader? It's Katia from DesireToTrade.com. Hey, what's up, trader? It's Katia from DesireToTrade.com. This week on the podcast, I've interviewed Charles Myers. Charles worked at Trade Empowered. I know I've been interviewing composed traders from Trade Empowered so far. And so Charles is talking a lot about common problems that traders face. We've been talking about the importance of having a trading plan and the importance of backtesting it. We've been talking also about how to turn a losing strategy into a winning one to make sure that you get good profit. And Charles has been talking about what it's like to help traders in general. Check it out and let me know if you have any questions. Again, you can check out desiretotrade.com forward slash podcast and you'll get all the podcast episodes that we've done so far. Check this out, enjoy the interview, and I'll talk to you soon. Charles Miles, welcome to the Desire Street Podcast. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, Etienne. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's really really a pleasure of mine uh, to be here today. Awesome. I was super excited to come back after all days and do some interviews. So I'm really glad you were one of the of the early after the holidays to an interview. It's really cool. Oh, it's great. Glad I could uh, help you get help you get back into the grind. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I want to start by asking you, what is the quote that you live by or that inspires you? Oh, I would say it's one that I actually heard recently within the past three three months or so. Um, it, it goes like this: "Everywhere you go, there you are." Um, I think it's a huge quote for self responsibility, which is important. Um, a lot of people want to claim uh, responsibility only for the successes in their life, but not their failures, uh, which I think is a, at a detriment to them. Uh, and that trading wouldn't be any different in this case. But I think that that's a uh, in society as a whole, uh, it's really like that. People don't want to be responsible for their, for their shortcomings uh, or failures, um, but they only want the successes, and it just doesn't work that way, unfortunately. What is your philosophy of trading, if you could summarize that all in one sentence? Philosophy of trading in one sentence uh, would be uh, something that you, I think you've had Akil Stokes here on your podcast. Uh, as he says, trade your, uh, plan your trade, trade your plan. And that, and that really is true. You, you, you've got to have that rule set in place and you've got to have it tested. Otherwise, you have no idea if you have any expectations of making any money. That's cool. So tell us what's going on these days for you. Well, for me these days, um, I am I am here at uh, TradeEmpowered.com. Uh, TradeEmpowered, which is a uh, premier online trading education company where we help traders become independent and consistently profitable. That's that's what we do. Um, so I'm here now. I've been here for about a year so far, just over a year. Started out as a uh, as a client before that. Um, we'll get into that in a minute, I'm sure. Uh, but that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm here helping traders succeed who are just like myself. Um, traders who you've had a keel, like I said, on, on your podcast. He um, was also a client previously, a struggling trader. Um, and I'm here to help those people that come to us and uh, help current clients, help future clients, um, and just help people become successful and really give back uh, what was given to me. Well, yeah, just talk a little bit more about that because just for listeners, we've had a couple of uh, people from Trading Power on, on the podcast. We've had, first of all, Todd Brown, yep, then Akil um, Stoke, then Jason Greystone, and now we have <laughs> yourself. So what's going yep. on with Trading Power? What's that thing again? 
Yeah, I mean, we—it's really pr- pretty amazing to have uh, all, all, the, all those guys on your podcast. Yeah. I guess we're pretty—we're pr- we're pretty fortunate to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, Akil, he was a—he was a former client about, I think, it was about five years ago or six years ago or so, some somewhere in there, and uh, he came through what was our primary trading course with Jason Stapleton, um, and he came through as a as a trader, as a as a client, uh, an unsuccessful trader in the beginning, of course, and came out on the other side of that, did well. Jason brought him on as a as a hey do you want to teach do you want to help do you want to educate others um, similar to what you received and he was like yeah I'd love to do that um, so now he's our primary educator for our, our primary trading course um, and then uh, Jason Greystone he is a uh, client that um, I actually had the privilege of en- of enrolling last year in our twelve week transformation course um, I only enrolled him the rest of the work <laughs> and success is all his own but um, I'm happy to have been able to be a part of that. And uh, now he's come on with us to help educate and, and run a London, uh, UK live room, which is really great because we got a lot of people over the pond, um, either in Europe or um, over in Australia and other parts of the world where um, the time zones really don't match up at all. And uh, that's a great opportunity for those for those folks. And then uh, Todd Brown, he's our co-founder uh, of Trade Empowered with Jason Stapleton. So he's uh, he <laughs> if if you if you ever get a chance to watch him trade or obviously you did an interview with him. Um, is quite is quite an amazing thing to, to to listen to and watch. He's a pretty awesome guy, and uh, he, he's like everybody's friend. He's very easy to talk to, and uh, he he's kind of the brains behind our any systems development that we do, any software that we create. Um, he's the guy. He's the one that has a development team and and uh, either creates the strategy um, or, or heads that up. So that, that's kind of the the four of us and and what we do um, for what you who you've had on on your podcast. That's cool. I'm glad you mentioned this because I think the interview with uh, Ted Brown is called the best advice I ever received from a trader. So when it's really the case, it's really <laughs> yep. awesome. Yep. So how, tell us how you started trading. Absolutely. So uh, when I first started trading, um, I, uh, my parents had some, a little bit of experience in investments in general, nothing, nothing too fancy, but uh, I always had kind of an interest in it. So I, in uh, about five years ago, uh, I went to a business seminar from my previous employment, and um, they had an investment speaker, and I uh, kind of got involved with that and started off in options ed- education, learning options trading in the stock market, and uh, that that's, can be pretty complicated. Um, if, if if some of your listeners aren't familiar with that, it, it can be. It doesn't have to be, but um, they do many different things with spreads and all kinds of stuff, and it, it can get pretty complicated. So I started there. Um, followed that group for a while, ended up using them as a signal service, which was a bad idea because it's not what it was. <laughs> it was for education purposes, but I decided to do that. Actually ended up losing uh, a few thousand dollars of my parents' money and uh, got them a margin call on that. They, they owed the brokerage a few few thousand bucks. Um, when that happened, that was my wake-up call <laughs> to realize that I don't know what I'm doing. This is my, I, I am now consciously incompetent. I know that I have no idea what I'm doing. So that that was my wake-up call. Um, and after that, I, I just went online and said, okay, I need to really learn how to trade. I need to, to learn th- more things about um, you know, the actual price chart and how, how, how does that work and how do I predict these things? Is there a way and how can I do it? And uh, I went on YouTube, found a video from Jason Stapleton. And uh, he was just using a price chart analysis and some uh, using Fibonacci tools, technical analysis, to predict uh, trade direction. Oh, uh, wow, that, sound, that looks fairly easy. Maybe you know, it's not that hard. I can give this a try. So... Um, I had a couple of things in my arsenal and uh, did a little bit of testing, and that went fairly well. Um, that was over the whole. That whole thing was about the span of a year and a half. And uh, then I went out and traded my own money. 
uh, small account, nothing, ma- nothing major. Um, started off the year in a drawdown, <laughs> very beginning of the year. I do remember it well. Uh, it was a bad way to start, um, although it was bad only because I didn't make any money, but it was a good way to start because um, I, I further realized I still didn't know what I was doing, um, which moved me to then uh, take a f- the full education course from Trade Empowered. So um, once I did that, that was about uh, two years ago or so, and um, since then, you know, be- become the consistently profitable trader. Um, now I'm here at Trade Empowered, like I said, because uh, a- Jason offered me a position to come and help others who were just like me, which was great, um, and help those traders succeed as well, which I thought was a great thing. Plus, I get to be around trading all the time now, so it's uh, so it's pretty awesome, and that's kind of my story. Uh, and I'm, I'm I'm very grateful for the opportunity to be where I am now, and uh, I never thought that I would be here. Um, in this kind of position and in, in educating and helping others. Um, but without trading, I, I wouldn't have made it even this far. So I, I think it's been, it's been really great. What sort of education did you have to get in order to become profitable? Um, I'm sorry, what did you say? What sort of uh, education did you have to get? So what, uh, education. what yeah. sort of thing did you have to learn? Yeah, absolutely. The, the biggest thing um, I had to learn, I mean, it, it can't really be just one thing. It's a, it's a myriad of things. Uh, Skill set. Um, with most traders, we're, we're operating in the beginning on fear uh, or greed or some other type of emotion. Typically, it's those two. And those, that's how we're basing our trading decisions, whether it's entering the market, whether it's how we're exiting the market. Um, and that's no way to go. Uh, the, big, the, the biggest thing that I learned was a skill set, was a profitable skill set at that, not just some random information, but information that I could see would be useful based on the small things I learned, like with free trainings or things like that. Um, and applying it and seeing the validity, yeah, this can work. I just don't have all the pieces. Um, and like I said, we're learning all of that together. The only way that we remove, or not really remove, but reduce our emotions like fear and greed and those other kind of things is to raise our skill set. And uh, until that happens, you operate um, emo- too much emotionally. We can't get rid of emotion, but we can certainly re- reduce it. And that's really through skill. Hmm. So at that point, did you have to learn any trading strategy or did you have some sort of uh, what you wanted to do in mind? Well, I did try many different strategies on my own um, before I ended up taking the, the course from Trade Empowered. And uh, I spent a lot of time with that and um, nothing proved profitable, uh, which was unfortunate. But I imagine a lot of your listeners or, or, and anyone else who's, who's hearing this has been probably through that a couple times. They've mm-hmm. tried a bunch of different things and, and at least they're putting the testing and that's, that's great. If you're going to have a system and a strategy, at least test it. Um, figure out if it does work. Uh, there's really no reason to put money at risk until you have done the testing that proves you can make money. Um, anything other than that is really just complete gambling and there's, there's, you really have no expectation of actually making any money with that. So I did try a few different things by myself, um, which, like I said, didn't work out. Um, but in the course that we, that we do teach, I, I learned how to read a price chart, how to use structure analysis, how to use Fibonacci tools. Um, also, we do give an indicator that's part of the course to help with identifying structure and support and resistance zones, uh, as well as advanced patterns. Those were my favorite. That's really where I started when I, when I got into the training. So Gartley patterns, bat patterns, cipher patterns, those kind of things. Um, cipher pattern being the one that came out of this office, um, one that our, my coworker Darren, I'll call it, he discovered it. It already existed. <laughs> he just discovered it, and uh, and that one came out of here as well. So uh, those are my those were my favorite. That's still kind of what I stick to, uh, just because of time. I don't have a lot of time to perform structure analysis due to you know working here at Trade Empowered and doing all the other things that are necessary here. So so pattern trading. Um, 
is a little bit simpler as far as analysis goes. Plus, we have some we have some cool software that that does the analysis for me um, and allows me to kind of still do the other things I need to do. So it's it's, it's really good. And what is what is your main trading style today? Uh, definitely patterns. As I said, that is my main trading style. Uh, I would do more in other things if I had more time. But um, like I said, trading and, and working with Trade Empowered and helping lots of traders, um, doing trader assessment phone calls that, that I do, um, I don't have a lot of time to, to perform analysis. So advanced patterns are also quite a bit simpler to even learn to, to use and analyze, uh, learn the analysis technique of, as opposed to structure trading. Structure trading is, is a lot more involved. Um, you need to spend a lot more time with the skill set, learning how to use tools that, that you can use to structure trade. And it does take a bit more time to do all that. Uh, so uh, as far as anyone new and, and it's trying to figure out you know, what do they want to do, they want to do structure trading uh, or do they want to do advanced patterns. Um, and some of that will come down, like I said, to time. And if you have, don't have a lot of time, then um, you know, patterns are going to be a good way to, ex- to explore into advanced patterns um, just because the rules are, are, are built. The rules are set um, as they are. The ratios are set, at least the ones that we use, um, to, to be profitable. And uh, that can just kind of reduce the time it takes for the trader to, to get actionable strategies uh, that they can practice and then start to implement. And I suppose you're trading those in the one-hour time frame? or I am. Choice? Yep, I, I'm one-hour time frame uh, swing trading uh, those. Okay. Yep. I want to ask you, what is uh, some of the common thing you hear when you do the training assessments? So what are some mistakes that people do usually? Sure. Um, the biggest one, I think we kind of already mentioned it, is uh, trading without a, a historically proven profitable plan. It's, it's the worst thing you can do. If you're going to use, do it with a little bit of money, if you're, if you're going to trade, do it with a very small amount. We always say, you know, don't trade anything you can't afford to lose. Um, however, obviously, um, I think we would agree that we can trade uh, a bigger size if we're, if, we're, if we're already profitable, that we can still afford to lose, but it will turn out better in our favor. Um, but if, if we don't have that and you're going to trade live, make it as small as possible. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't trade thousands and thousands of dollars and blow accounts. Um, I've talked to different people who have blown 30 grand, 40 grand. Um, one guy blew 100 grand. Uh, that that was the most I'd ever heard. Okay. Uh, that, that was I, that was just uh, over the over the holiday break. I had a call with a guy, and he told me he, I think he had one trade. I think he was position trading for over a while, but I think he said on one trade he lost eighty grand. And I thought, oh my, that's a that's a lot of money to lose in one uh, one tick. Did you have too? Did was your position size too big? He's like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so I mean, uh, th- that would be it. You know, the biggest thing is trading without a profitably proven plan. You can always put money on the table. You, you obviously cannot get it back, um, especially without a profitable plan. Um, mm-hmm. So that would be the, the worst thing that happens is traders trade uh, without a proven, at least go out and test it and see if it works. If it, if it does work, then go ahead and trade some money on it. Um, and, and that would be the first thing that people do that I think is bad, uh, bad for them. And how do you know that some sort of strategy would be profitable, that it will work? Do you have to test it or...? Absolutely, we we have to test it. Um, when I, we talk about back testing or historical testing here, um, when we say those terms, really all it is, is is bringing up your your charts or whatever package your software you're using, um, like NinjaTrader. We use that a lot here, or TradingView.com. I know a lot of people use that. Mm-hmm. Uh, bringing up those historical charts and going going through one bar at a time, looking for your your entry reasons, and you got to have that plan written out. Or you can't do that. Otherwise, you'll just be making things up as you go along, and you got to have. That's why that plan is important to have it very clear. You know, if this, then that. If this, then I do this. 
And uh, that's how we test and that's how we write our, write our trading rules. And uh, that allows us to have you know, almost to zero subjectivity in what we're doing. And that allows us to repeat that process and be able to determine, hey, is this profitable? Is it successful? Is it going to make me any money? And, uh, and that's really how we do it. It takes a lot of time, a lot of hours. And I think most people don't want to put the work in. They'd rather take a shortcut. And uh, the only shortcut is, um, is to you know, lose all your money and blow your account. That's, and then you're done with the game. So th- there really are no shortcuts in this. Um, or as with anything else you really want in life, you've got to work hard for it. And uh, backtesting is one of, the most, um, <laughs> one of the most long and painful processes of, of, mm-hmm. of anything I've ever been through. But uh, it's so worth it. it. It trains you on the skill set you have if you're taking a course or learning a, or learning a skill um, or if you have a system and then it's proven to be profitable. You're learning how to execute it over and over and over again um, and then getting obviously proficient at the method, whatever that happens to be. So it's, it's, it's twofold. Not only does it show you if you're profitable um, but you're also learning – your skill set if you're doing like a training um, and then you have the plan written out, you're developing that skill, you're obviously learning how to execute it correctly every time and uh, you know, repetition after repetition. Uh, they say repetition is the mother of skill. Uh, I think Todd has said that on his interview with you. But uh, that, is, that is true and uh, that's really important. And you'll probably agree that when you, I guess, like, at least for me, when I come out of back testing and just feel a lot better right you just feel like great so yeah yeah you feel i mean i know it's 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 uh it's draining like physically but you it, emotionally and psychologically you're going to you're going to feel amazing especially when mm-hmm. uh you've got something that's working obviously mm-hmm. that that helps but um you, when you do have something that's working and that belief just gets very high for you and that's really the other thing that you get is the belief in your system the belief in yourself um that high confidence level you have the high confidence level that helps you go out and actually execute this for real because uh, in the markets, it's going to be a lot different. You're going to play with a lot more emotions when you got real money on the table if you haven't done it yet. Um, or if you have done it before, you lost a lot. Now you have a profitable system. Well, okay, now it's time to go out in the markets and trade this. I've already been through this before, and it was really difficult, and I, you know, and I, I lost money. So there's a lot of psychological battles to deal with as it is. Um, so going through backtesting and proving that to yourself, getting that belief and confidence, is absolutely you know, imperative to, to the trader's success. And for a trader out there who backtested his stuff but found that his strategy was a losing one, like really bad one, mm-hmm. what are the steps to take at that point? Well, the, the biggest things that you can do is obviously go back and review some of the trades. Um, see if there's any tendencies that were occurring in your system, obviously, that were uh, negatively affecting you. So if you could see that, well, this, when this happened and then this happened, um, I, I had a losing trade. And then it happened again. I had another losing trade. Um, and, you know, if it happens 15, 20 20 times or something like maybe more it depends but that's a that's at least something to look into at that point and then say okay can i filter out this uh thing when i say filter can i can i do something or use an indicator or write some kind of a rule that will help me not get into a trade when this happens uh and that's really kind of how you're you're trading if you're going from scratch how you can develop a strategy um once you've got something that's kind of working then you kind of figure okay well how can i how can i find out what is occurring when I'm losing, and is, it, and is that repeating itself? And if it is, how can I um, make sure I'm not in the trade when it's happening? Can I write a rule or can I use an indicator or something like that? That's something you can do. Um, the biggest thing that I ever did wrong was, was waste too much time trying to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, when I finally got involved, it didn't take me too long to get involved with our training course here, uh, about a year and a half or so, I think I said. So it wasn't terribly long, but that was a lot of wasted time. I could have been learning things and doing all that hard work on stuff that actually worked instead of wasting my time trying to figure it out myself. Because either one, 
I didn't want to spend the money even though I had it and I was able to afford it. That's, you know, obviously that's important. If you're going to pay for something, you, you want to be able to afford it. Um, and, uh, and I just wasted my time when I could have been working on stuff that I, that I knew would work. It's not like I didn't believe in the course already. I was like, ah, I'll just do it myself and I, I won't put up the money to do that. Um, and, and the reality is if, you, if you're worried about, you know, few thousand dollars, three thousand dollars, four thousand dollars for an, for a great training education, trading education and training, um, you know, you're gonna have a hard time getting through trading in general, uh, especially if you trade more money. I mean, it's, you're gonna be having, you can have an entire drawdown that might be three thousand dollars in total, um, depending on your account size. Of course, if it's bigger, that's hopefully not too bad. Um, but you know, it, nothing nothing um, replaces your education. Uh, you are the best investment there is. There is nothing else because everything is dependent on what you do. Like I said in the beginning, everywhere you go, there you are. You're responsible for what happens in your life. Even if things bad happen to you, you're still responsible for the actions you take next. And that's, and that's really important. Like I said, the, the worst thing I ever did was waste time because I thought I could do it myself. I thought I was different. Um, and there's some people out there like that. I don't doubt it. But they are such a small percentage of what's really going on. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't. I would encourage anybody not to place themselves uh, that they're that one person that's going to make it all by themselves. Uh, it's just likely not the case. No, it's definitely definitely worth it over the long term for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been recently talking to a lot more traders, like a lot more aspiring traders that were trying yeah. to succeed in trading. Yeah, and I would say ninety. 90- 8% of those didn't have any plan. But for for like yeah. 2% of those that are not succeeding but have a plan, what are the common problem they have? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, that's interesting. That's a lot of people. So, um a lot don't have a plan, you are correct. Um with the ones that do, um uh, we talked about it a little bit, but um if you do have the plan, a lot haven't tested it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's probably what's happened to these people, but um, obviously the people who don't have a plan, they have nothing to test, so we're not talking to them. But the people, <laughs> people who do have a plan, and uh, have you tested it? Have you taken the time, have you spent the hours or however long it's going to take you to, to test it on the historical charts to prove to yourself that it works? And um, the only reason we would historical test first over forward testing um, is that forward testing, we have to wait, um, like if we're doing a demo account, we have to wait for the calendar time to you know, happen. So we can accomplish more by historical testing. Going back on a chart in, in, in the past, recording our results on a, on a piece of paper or a spreadsheet if, if, you're, if someone is good at Excel, and finding out if it's profitable. Probably the, the majority of people have written something down, but they've never tested it. And that happens a lot on the trader assessments I have. People will kind of, we have on the assessment, like, hey, you know, describe your trading rules briefly. You know, g- give me some ideas of what you're, what you're using to enter the market and exit, where you place your stops, where you place your targets, and so on. And uh, most people can write a little bit, something fairly c- coherent, and I can understand what they're doing and um, at least have something that they've written out. Um, and then when I get on the phone with them, I'll say, okay, so I, you got the plan here, you've got some rules, you know, you're, you're waiting for the trend, and then you're going to try and get on a trend continuation trade, and you're waiting for a double bottom um, at the, to go long because you want extra confirmation, and then, you know, your, your target goes at the next structure level or something like that. And I'll say, awesome, man, that sounds great. So what were your testing results? crickets mm-hmm. and they don't i don't have any and they don't have any and it's it's really and it's no good so if you got the plan you got to spend the time you got to test it uh to make sure that it works i feel like tell me if i'm wrong but i feel like a lot of traders also have a plan and even if they didn't back this it like they, they know it's uh it's profitable but they end up taking other trade that are not on that plan right yes i am guilty as charged of this when i first started <laughs> when we were talking about my story there um 
when I had that little bit of knowledge. So I kind of had a, a few skills that tested well, and then I went into real trading. Um, like I said, I started off the year in a drawdown. And uh, like I said, small accounts, small position sizes, so it wasn't the end of the world. But psychologically, it was killing me. And I, and after that, I started, instead of trading my plan, um, which I went back and reviewed, by the way, and, and would have come out of the drawdown fairly well and, and, been, and been okay. And, um, but I didn't do that. That's not what happened. I took other trades. I took trades that weren't in my trade plan. I took trades I didn't know how to manage. I'll say, okay, so I got this simple pattern. It's a falling wedge. Uh, I enter here. This seems to make sense. Okay, now what? So where do my stops go? Uh, I don't know. Where do my targets go? Maybe they should go down here. I had see this is so subjective. I have no idea. I'm just kind of picking stuff out of the air, and there's nothing I've tested. I have no verifiable proof that it works. That the, what I'm doing is actually going to make me money, um, and it actually caused my drawdown to be worse than it needed to be, which further compounded the psychological you know stuff I was already dealing with. The fact that I started off in a drawdown, so that that really compounded my problem. Uh, of the drawdown and and psychologically, and uh, yeah, the the biggest thing you can do wrong there is do that, and you just said it, and that's to, to trade stuff that's not in your plan. So when that happens, um, what I did end up doing was, and this was live, so I was trading live, and then I was making these you know trades that weren't part of my plan. Uh, I had a I had the, the demo account inside of my I had Ninja Trader, so I have, they have a sim account that you can use, and I have my live account, um, and I take my plan in my live account and then in my demo account I, I place all the trades I couldn't I had the itchy finger to take and I couldn't you know almost not keep myself from taking them because I was worried about what was going on um, and that was a lack of belief really in my skill um, and what I was able to do um, and then even though I tested well in my plan I had holes in my, my knowledge which which further caused me to have issues so that's kind of really the result the underlying reasons why I was uh, taking trades that weren't in my plan, and obviously then operating under emotion, operating under the, the fear of losing more money, um, greed, trying to take trades and other things that look good um, because I want to make the money back. And uh, that, that was kind of a helpful thing that I did was to execute all those trades that I almost couldn't help but take in a simulation account uh, or in a demo account. Mm-hmm. So that way I just kind of got it out of my system you know, and just put, put the trade over there. It doesn't matter what happens to it. Uh, I, I, clicked, I clicked a buy button. Is it real money? No, but at least I clicked something <laughs> and, I, and I at least kind of got it out of me. Um, I'm not saying that's an that's a ultimate um, fix. Uh, it helped me a bit um, at the time. Uh, the biggest fix, like I said, is to, is to raise that skill level so the, the, uh, the urge and the need to do things uh, that aren't part of your plan uh, is much lower because you believe so much in what you're doing that you won't deviate from it. Mm-hmm. Because all that comes down to patience in the end, right? Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. How, how do you develop patience as a trader? Well, um, getting more patience, is that's difficult. I, I tend to be, not as bad as I used to be, but I tended to be a pretty impatient individual. I think I've gotten better. Uh, probably because of trading and, and other things, but uh, but lacking patience is uh, is is most people. Most people are impatient for the results that they want to have, mm-hmm. uh, the success they want to achieve. Um, we're so impatient that we don't do any of the work to achieve those things that we're impatient for. <laughs> so um, it's it's not easy. I don't know that I've found any one specific thing to become more patient. Uh, or, or more disciplined, for, for that matter, if we're talking about you know executing a a, a trading plan, um, like I kind of said before, the the developing the skill caused me to believe more in in what I would what I should do, uh, as opposed to and as opposed to doing something else, which which made me stick more with what I should be doing, and and in result, I, I became more disciplined through that process. 
um, and, and more patient to do what was right. Um, I think it kind of comes down to a belief. I, I kind of said this, a belief in what you should be doing or what you know is right, what you should, should do to make this work, um, believing in that more than anything else. Um, impatience and other things just means you're not sold on what you really need to be doing. I think. I mean, I think that kind of kind of boils down to that. Uh, at least that's how I see it. I I, th- I think it definitely makes sense. It's definitely true. Now let's jump into the good part. Uh, tell us a little bit about your life as a trader right now. Oh well, that's. I wouldn't <laughs> say it's any uh any high roller here, but. <laughs> Um, obviously, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm trading and I'm here helping to educate and, and work at Trade Empowered. Um, uh, truth be told, my trading account's not big enough to sustain me by itself. So um, consistency, though, that's there. And that's still important no matter how much money you have. Um, so that's really what I gained, obviously, from trading. Um, and then, of course, having the desire to help others was a, was greater than my desire to just go trade. At least for right now, that's, that's how it is for me. Um, and... Um, I would say as a trader, I mean, I get up, I get up pretty early. I get up at about five uh, fifteen Central Time, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I get ready. I look at trades after I get ready to go to work. Um, just check out the trades that I'm, I'm looking at for the day. See if there's anything I need to get involved with um, right away. Uh, at that time, it's about six o'clock, so it's around seven a.m. Eastern Time, right? So we're kind of kind of preparing for the for the New York day uh, in the morning to see if there's any trades setting up that I need to take advantage of immediately before I then get ready to you know, leave and then uh, drive off here to the office. And once I get here, um, I'll check again to see if there's anything that I need to uh, be uh, looking at and, or any trades I need to take. And then uh, I'll typically hop in the live room for a little bit with Akil Stokes, who's our, who you've had on, on your podcast, who's um, our head trader and currency trader here. I'll get in there and hang out with him and the other traders that are in the room. Uh, and then it's off to trader assessments in the morning. Uh, I do a few of those, those trader assessment calls that we talked about. Um, again, I'm just kind of checking charts when I need to. Since I'm swing trading, I don't have to be you know, uh, tied to, the, to my charts. I am in front of my computer, which makes it easy. But I don't need to be tied to my charts so, uh, because I'm swing trading. Now, I made that decision on purpose because obviously I still have a job that I'm working at. So I can't uh, – and it is a little bit more demanding than just being a trader educator, uh, such as Akil, right? He's in front of his charts that whole time trading, and he's educating at the same time. So for me – it's a little different. I don't quite have that set up. I need to be on the phone talking to, talking to traders, talking to potential clients or people that want help. And uh, so I need to make sure that I can accommodate my trading into my life. And that's true no matter who you are. So th- that's a very good tip for people who um, are you know, trying to figure out what kind of trader they, they should be, like, like, a, like trading style. So day trader or swing trader or position trader as far as longer term positions or shorter term, uh, you need to think about what can you do right now in your life to, uh, that you can accommodate. And that's important no matter whether you haven't taken a course or whether you are taking a course and developing a skill and a trade plan. Um, no matter what point you're at, you've got to take that into consideration because if you test a certain way, like if I went out and tested day trading and then obviously I don't have the time to do that, there's no way I'm going to be able to take my trades or, or be there to, uh, to be disciplined and, and, uh, and do the things that are necessary for me to be successful with those. So uh, that's just uh, that's not going to work. So, uh, yeah. But that's kind of my, my day, and that's pretty much what I'm up to. Yeah, that's cool. Well, this, this is like one of the first things I go with people over when they, they're looking at like, to trade something. It's really to see like, what time they have available. Definitely. I think you said it well. Yeah. 
And the way I found out about you, first of all, was through the periscope you did in the, like in the morning going to work. Do you still do oh, those? Yeah. Or? I, I still do those. I mean, that's nice. funny that you, that you mentioned. I, I, I didn't even think about bringing it up. But yeah, glad you yeah. mentioned it. Um, I started doing those, oh, I'm going to say, I think it was sometime in October. I could be wrong. It might be a little bit before that. I don't remember exactly when I started them. It's been, it's been like almost a couple months now. Okay. Yeah, so I, I I saw some other people getting on on there, getting on Periscope, and uh, I decided, you know what, this is a good idea. Um, I can reach a lot of people on social media, either through Twitter, Periscope, um, YouTube, and all that kind of stuff. So I thought, well, what if, what if I just start doing these Periscopes in the morning, um, on my way to the office? Now, I, so I do them in my car. Uh, some people have had qualms with that. Um, I'll just say I'll, I'll live dangerously for now. <laughs> but I have a mount and everything. I don't touch the phone and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm driving, but I have a very slow commute to work. It's not a big deal. Um, it's pretty short, and there aren't a lot of people on the road at that <laughs> time of the yeah, morning. Yeah. So it's, uh, it, it works out well, and it's, it's been fine. Um, so to me, it's no different than a phone call. I just happen mm-hmm. to be uh, being broadcasted and filmed while it's happening. Um, so yeah, so I do these. I call them trading coach periscopes. Um, so if you're ever on Twitter, the hashtag trading coach, um, will be what will come across from, from my feed, um, at Chaz 23 J is my handle on, on, uh, Twitter and Periscope. And yeah, I just thought, man, if I can just come up with some topics and things that, to, to get traders in, talking about trading or talking with them about trading or help them know about me, you know, for me, it was, uh, almost a year spent at this new place and, and, uh, working to help educate others in trading and, I thought, well, how can people know about me? You know, when people are calling me and asking me uh, about trading or our courses and, and that kind of thing, uh, I want them to. I want them. Obviously, they're they're going to trust us from the free training we do. But uh, they, that's Jason, right? They see Jason. They see Akil. Um, I don't have a lot of time to do analysis videos. I, I've done uh, just some other knowledge presentation videos. Um, so I'm pretty busy. So how can I how can I show people that I care? about their outcome, because I really do. That's why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And uh, how can I help people know about me? So when they do come to Trade Empowered, maybe they come through the social media and, and, and through Periscope and Twitter. Um, so that way they, they have someone they can identify with. I think that's important when you're looking for anyone to train you on anything. You want to obviously trust them and obviously believe in what they have to offer is actually going to do something for you. And of course, you, and then you trust them. And, uh, and I know that sounds maybe a little weird, but that's really why I wanted to do them. Obviously, to reach people, because there's a lot of trainers out there that need help, um, help motivate others who are you know maybe semi-successful or or trying to be successful, even if it's just motivation for them, uh, or people who are successful. We have a great uh, group of people on Twitter that we're all kind of following each other. We're always retweeting stuff and you know you know uh, replying to each other and favoriting things, um, and having that community I think is is great. So it's kind of uh, really kind of turned into that, and then uh, so I, yeah, I still do those. Um, I just did one yesterday. So when when we're when we're recording this, that's cool. And so, how do you find inspiration through those? Like, do you have any topic that like a list of topic you have? Or yeah, you know that that's the other thing. For a while there, I used to do them every day, and mm-hmm. uh, I found that in the beginning that was fine. Um, and then as I started to think about, it, like, well. I don't know if I'm, am I going to run out of things to talk about? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I might. Uh, so I, I kind of reduced it to, to two days a week. Also because I, if I did one every day, I, I was uploading the video to YouTube also. So people could see me over there. That's uh, youtube.com forward slash Chaz23J, C-H-A-Z-23J, same as my other handles. Mm-hmm. And um, I was uploading there like every day. And I'm like, well, this is taking forever. I'm, I'm, going, I'm doing this and then I'm creating descriptions on the videos and then I'm posting them all over social media. Um, I don't really have time to do it every day and then do all this other stuff. And I feel like I might run out of material. <laughs> but, um, but doing the trader assessments and talking with traders, I almost find something new all the time that I can, um, you know, just either that I was thinking about through that process. 
um, or, or talk about because if, if, if people are coming to me in a trader assessment with it, I'm sure there's someone else that's feeling the same thing. And if, if I can help reach those individuals that way, then it's a really, then it's a really great thing to, to be able to accomplish. And, um, and uh, so, yeah, so it was a little bit difficult, I thought, to, to keep the, the, the content going. Uh, but it's been able, to, been able to, to keep going. It's been all right. It's hmm, cool. So how can people find you? Uh, people can find me on uh, Twitter, Chaz23J, C-H-A-Z-23J, also on Periscope, same, same handle, and YouTube. Uh, they can also find me on, on uh, uh, LinkedIn. I'm on there as well. Also find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash struggling trader um, is the actual URL. Uh, you can find me on there. So that's really that's really great. I, I wanted to start all those kind of places for people to be able to go and uh, and and see me and what I'm trying to do and just promote places of of trading material that people can go watch and learn and uh, consume and and be a part of as a community and so on. So it's been uh, it's, it's been really great trying to create all that and uh, I'm really enjoying it and I think it's going to be great as to grow the following and get more people involved and uh, really create a, a great kind of community atmosphere through all those different places. Yeah, and I feel like with all that following, you're going to have definitely a good future and a good uh, good audience for sure. Exactly, yep. So what goals do you have for the future? Uh, goals I have for the future? Um, well, the, the biggest thing I want to do this year is uh, we get a lot of people who come through in, in trading uh, and like, like potential, uh, potential clients and other people who just come through who ask us questions, and I want to do a better job of being able to communicate with all of them. So uh, as they come in, if they sign up for anything, and we're able to, and they want to be contacted. I'm going to try and do a better job of, of reaching out to all of them, uh, like with a Periscope video, for example, and being able to reach those people too, um, who, who have come to us and want to receive communication uh, from us uh, or from myself, and uh, just to do a better job of staying in touch with as many people as I can. So that way, they when they think trading, they think Charles, or they think and they think trade empowered. So that way, when they're finally ready and believe they need training, which I think most people need it, um, they'll think about us and they'll think about me and they'll think about uh, the great people who have been helping them with tips and other things and motivation um, to, to be successful uh, and that uh, they'll be able to think of us and, uh, and want to continue and, and, and work with us and, and we'll be able to have a great relationship that way. So that's one of my biggest goals this year. Hmm. And what keeps you motivated to do all that? <sighs> yeah, that's, that's a good one. Um, uh, other uh, re- listen to other people. <laughs> reading books, um, thinking about the biggest thing is is being, I'll call it being sold on my mission, which is to help people, help people who have a problem. The problem is they're unsuccessful at trading. The solution um, we have, we have a solution. We have training that can help, training that can make you successful if if you follow it. And uh, I I'm, I firmly believe that um, we are the best. Um, and even if we're even if we're not, I, I don't believe it, and I just I cannot, and that's why I'm here because I believe I've been through it too, so I know what the outcome is. Excuse me, I know what the outcome is and what the result is of of following because I did it myself, and I don't think there's any other uh, better testimonial than something like that. Someone who's been through it before believes in it and then wants to show it to others who who want to have it too, and uh, and that's a that's a big motivation for me is is wanting to help those people because someone helped me. All right. So I just want to remind the listeners that the show notes for this podcast are going to be on desartertrade.com for slash Charles. So desartertrade.com for slash Charles. We'll have everything there, the links mentioned, all the, the places you can follow Charles. So it's going to be awesome. And Charles, I have one last question for you, which is sure. if you could give only one piece of advice on how people can thrive in trading, what would that sentence of advice be? That simple advice would be 
Um, I'll think of a, I think of a quote. I'll probably not get it all right, but it goes something like this. Um, there's two times, I'll put those in quotes, two times for the successful, now and the future. The unsuccessful spend most of their time in the past and regard the future as an opportunity to procrastinate. Successful people realize that the, the only times that they need to be concerned with are uh, now and the future and most importantly, now. So if you want to be successful, then the time is always now. And I would say that that's a great thing to live by in order to not procrastinate your future and your dreams and to go for whatever you want with everything you got. All right, so try to do something now. And Charles, thanks a lot for being on this podcast. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Desire to Trade podcast. To get all the information on this show, free articles, and unique resources, make sure to check out www.desiretotrade.com and subscribe. Please leave us a review and let us know what you thought about the show. It's time to become the best trader you can be. See you next time.